1: Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mind of D. Scott. As always, I want to thank you for listening, okay? So follow it, share it, subscribe to it, like the podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. A phrase coined by my man, Jay Will, that I use now, but I'm giving him credit. And if we ever make any money on this, then I'll, I'll give him some of the proceeds. Absolutely. That's my dude right there. Uh, really looking forward to you checking this episode out. And it sounds a little bit different on the intro this time because Matt and I, Matt Negrini, my guest on the on the podcast, just kind of started going, and I didn't have time to do an intro to the podcast, so I had to go back and record an intro for this. Matt Negrini owns a company in Florida, is where they're based. They're called PGE Tech. It's an agricultural company. Uh, you listen to the podcast, you'll find out all about it and all the amazing stuff that they are working on right now now really really going to change the agricultural game in the country and worldwide so here you go hope you enjoy the episode are we are we are you rolling right now or no oh
0: yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it, no it starts recording as soon as i come on
0: um I, I figure the best thing to wear today is uh oh the bobby you know, fish shirt oh yeah bobby, you know <laughs> shout out uh, old smoke clothing up in uh saratoga nice yeah so yeah. Uh, they- hope Guys are nice doing good, Mike. You, Mike, Mike Wilson. Mike Wilson got me this shirt. Might be one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my whole entire life.
1: That name does not ring a bell. Should it? Yeah, Mike,
0: Mike played baseball, catcher. You know, I, I'm thinking about it now. You know, you know, we went to high school together. I think you were the first. You were you were Romo before Romo. Okay he <laughs> uh you know you know we we had romanowski and then we had Robolotti, you know right. it was who are you talking about are you talking about robo or romo that's <laughs> that's how i that's how i you know i could tell you guys apart you know
1: what uh what scares me with all of that is now chris and kachydarian are in charge of our high school <laughs> yeah. i i uh the, I think the first time I saw Tommy since graduation, like I had something come across my desk for Raider Fest, which was something that Tommy set up. And uh-huh. they reached out to 99.5 The River, which is a sister station. I was, and he, uh, the guy that they wanted couldn't do it, so he brought it to me. And he goes, you're a colony guy. I figured, you know, maybe you want to do this. So I'm reading it. I look over it, and on the back of it, is, it's like this whole blurb written out, and it's signed by Thomas Katchadurian. And I was like, yeah, I'm in, I'm, I'm in. So I reached out to them and stuff and I had to go to a meeting like a, I'm not even, I it wasn't really a creative meeting. It was more so just kind of giving me the rundown. And first of all, walking into the high school for the first time since we graduated, it still smells like textbooks and regret in the high school, which is awesome. Um, <laughs> and then I sat down in Tommy's office and I'm like, who the fuck put us in charge of the school? And he goes, you know who runs the school, right? Because to- at the time Tommy was just like the associate principal, right. and uh, I'm like, I have no idea, dude. Like I haven't done much. My kid was only in Forest Park, so she was still in elementary school. Right. He's like, oh, Chris Ravalotti is the head principal. I'm like, what? It's <laughs> was, was like, oh, I was like, it gets it gets worse. I got it, and now yeah. I know I know they both just got raised like promotions. Uh, Tommy is now. Like head principal of the school, and Chris, I'm not sure what ended up, what he ended up getting as far as the promotion goes, but he yeah. you know, I, he was moving up. Like he wasn't out of the colony School District. He I think he
0: was moving up. But you know, two two great guys, two great yeah. two great guys, and uh, you know, uh, I think they're they're probably going to do a really great job there for the kids, and and there's there's nothing that they haven't, seen, I should say.
1: That's the that's the funny part is I was doing uh, I've done their pep rally the past two years before homecoming, where we go in and like I provide some music or whatever and some horseshit entertainment on the microphone, and then they they do all their stuff. But like this year or this past year I should say, um, the kids were rather rambunctious and Rob Alati's on the microphone trying to get everyone to calm down. And I'm looking at him, and I'm like, you'd be the first motherfucker to still be rowdy after the principal told us to shut up. <laughs> it was like, I'm like, the, I, nobody in this room, maybe Tommy, understands the irony of what you're saying right now. <laughs> it's was, it was like, because you wouldn't be. I was like, if that was Mr. Cachedarian, you would not be listening. Like, I'm yeah. so Nope, uh, and, not
0: a you know, So, you know, uh, my my high school experience uh, was was fantastic. I mean, there, you know, we 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 had a we had a great time. Uh, Miss Mr. Ketchidori might have had to come over to uh, get us over at Perkins every every couple couple weeks and uh, tell us to go to class. Fair you enough. You know, you know. I
1: think the only the only time I actually got in trouble, I had skipped a uh, I skipped Spanish class. It was our senior year. We had a sub, and I think it was me and Steve Bach skipped class, went down to senior lounge to get breakfast, which was I had done this after my mother, who worked in the attendance office, told the substitute, "Oh, don't worry, my son's in that class. You won't have any problems with him." Yeah, because I wasn't there. Um, and when I was in class the next day, I don't remember who I had for Spanish, but she goes, where were you yesterday? And I'm like, I don't know. I, like, I wasn't expecting her to ask me a question. So she threw me off. So I was like, oh. And uh, I ended up getting lunch detention for two days. And it was in Cachedarian's office, which was great because I think Mrs. Romano was in there. Uh, there was another second. Another secret-
0: What's that? That's Aunt Kathy. Yep. I, I used that's but that's uh, Bobby Fish's uh, aunt. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um, I think yeah. I'm pretty sure she grew up with my mom and they knew each other from working in the school together. And then there yeah. was another secretary. And then Mr. Katchadurian came in like, uh 15, 20 minutes into the lunch period that I was in there. And he looks at me. He's like, come here. So He shuts the door and sits down. He pulls out my referral and he goes, when student was asked where he was, he could not recall. He put the referral down, looks at me, goes, you couldn't come up with anything? And I went, coach, I didn't expect her to ask me any questions. I was completely thrown off my game. He's like, he goes, the fuck out of here. So I went back out there and I sat there and talked. Next day, for my second day, he came in with uh, Mike Rozelle and he, um, he excused me on good behavior. In other words... We don't want any witnesses well, as to what we're
0: going to do to Mike Rozelle. So get out. That's, that's good. That's good. I mean, you know, I always got weight room detention. So well, that sounds awful. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was terrible. It was it was absolutely terrible. You know, oh. uh, the, the whole slew of us, I think that's what, what went on. And, uh, you know, you, you you couldn't get away with that now. I mean, that, no. all that over social media that, you know. They're taking care of the athletes and not the <laughs> themselves, you know.
1: The one thing, um, you listened to the episode I did with Halleck, right? Yeah. And we talked about the infamous Shaker Colony game. Yeah, yes. I was thrown off when I saw you as part of the tribe
0: on the floor. And, and not on the court? <laughs> yes. I'm like, well, wait a
1: minute. I was like, Matt played basketball.
0: Yeah, well, I, uh, you know, I, I had a, uh, a little problem in 11th grade, and uh, things went off, and uh, I was actually a, a better uh, track athlete than I was a basketball player. So uh, Fair enough. I, my senior year, I, I ran indoor track instead of uh, playing basketball.
1: Gotcha. That makes yeah. sense because I was like I, – I go, I swear to God, he played hoop. I was like, I remember playing yeah. hoop with him, like playing pickup games all the time with you guys. <laughs> and I was like – and I'm pretty sure I remember him on the freshman team and the JV team.
0: Yep, yep. I was on the varsity team too, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Things happen in high school and, you know. Yeah. Fair you, enough. You, you, you move on, you know. Yeah. I mean, but, uh,
1: I'm pretty sure – I think uh, my junior year in gym class, we were playing lacrosse because that was one of the things they made us do. And uh, I don't remember. It might, might have been Mr. Monin was, our, was my gym teacher that year, who was also a oh. lacrosse coach.
0: Mr. He's Monin. Like,
1: he's like, you should come play lacrosse. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, yeah, but I play baseball. And he's like, oh. And then I got cut from the baseball team that year. I was like, I should play fucking lacrosse. <laughs>
0: Listen, those, those, that lacrosse team was legendary.
1: Yeah,
0: he yeah. An all-American, uh, Dennis Foley, on that team, and the rest of the team was the football team. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I had, and I had no business being there. I was like, I don't, I, don't, I was like, first of all, I played baseball. I had no intentions of getting cut from the baseball team that year.
0: You know, you, you throw Cliff Kerrigan on any team, <laughs> and um, you know, you're you're going to have some excitement. I can imagine.
1: <laughs> so, so in other words, it was like get the just try to get the rock to Foley as much as possible. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, it's, it's like uh, what, what's the movie with Will Ferrell with the kids playing soccer? <laughs> yes, get, uh, get it to the Italians. Yeah, fucking. All right, play we're gonna do. All right, we kick it and we give it to the Italians. Same thing. <laughs> what do we just do? get it to the Foley? Which, by the way, was a f-
1: uh, a hilarious movie. One of his not. Not one of his better ones, but it was still hilarious. him and Ditka, yeah. that was that shit was great
0: yeah that was that was great that was
1: great that was so ah, uh, so why don't we talk about the actual reason you're here, and that is <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to us just incriminating our younger selves and all the shit we did wrong
0: well you know it's it's over seven years, so they can't really prosecute that's them, so. true that, that
1: is true, although if Tommy hears this, you'll be like. I don't think I want you coming back to do anything at the school anymore, which yeah. like, listen, it'll man,
0: be, it'll be okay with it.
1: At this point, I'm like, really? I can't come do anything anyway. We're going to have to do everything virtually at this point. Anywho. So
0: yeah, I know. I, I know. Think- and the, the one thing that, that hasn't slowed down with this pandemic is uh, agriculture. And that's, right. you know, that's, that's what I'm in, involved in. And uh, I own a company called PGE tech. Mm-hmm. And we're, uh, we're a mineral-based nutrient for plants. Um, we have all food-grade minerals in our product. Uh, there's nothing that's going to harm you. Um, and it makes plants bigger, stronger, faster using our product than chemical fertilizers or pesticides.
1: Nice. Yeah. Which, and because and, you and I talked uh, briefly the other day about everything, and it was yeah. like, you know, we we were talking about organic stuff, and, uh, and and food just in general for the most part and stuff. And, and people are definitely a lot more aware of what they're putting in their body. As I drink a monster energy drink, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, listen, man, you want me to stay up and like
0: be talkative? I gotta do. I gotta listen. I hear you. <laughs> you, you do what you gotta do, but uh, yeah, people are watching what what they eat more. They're more conscientious of what they're putting in their bodies and they, and they should, Um, you know, I got into this business about five years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have zero background in, in anything uh, (laughs) biology, chemically, uh, agriculturally. Um, I've been in the bar business for 25 years. Okay. Um, So it was, it
1: was pretty much a natural transition for you to get into agriculture.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, it, it, it's it's funny, you know. Uh, like I said, I was in the bar business for 25 years. I used to own Pearl Restaurant and Lounge in in downtown Albany, and okay. no, bellies up in Boston Spa, and uh, you know, I've I've worked in numerous places in in Florida, and I was in the right place at the right time with this, and it got uh, it got offered to me, and I took it and I, and I ran with it. Nice. And the, the thing that I love about it is, you know, like I said, I was in a bar business for 25 years, but I'm, I haven't learned anything in 25 years. Okay, fair so, enough. Than drinks. So that's <laughs> what, you know, that's, that's what really, you know, piqued my interest. And uh, now after five years of doing this, it's, it's my passion. You know, I, I, I truly believe in it. You know, it's 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 something that's going to change agriculture and and change farming. You know, um, uh, you know, my big clients right now are, is is the hemp industry. Okay. You know, we uh, uh, we do uh, CBD farms, we do um, uh, other other hemp farms, but the big thing is that the CBD farmers love our product is because. There's no byproducts. There's no chemicals. There's no fertilizers, and there's no pesticides. Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're extracting for CBD, you know when people say they have pure CBD, I, I kind of say, yeah, uh, I, I disagree because right. you had to you had to put chemicals, you had to put fertilizers on those plants to make them grow, and when you do in the extraction process, that's going to be in your CBD. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Hemp farmers uh, across the country um, are liking our product because there is not, no byproducts in our product. Right. So the only thing that you're extracting is the CBD and food grade minerals. Nice.
1: So and in other words, if they're using your stuff and they're extracting the CBD, it actually would be pure CBD because
0: there is yes. no other crap yes. in there. Right. And, and right now on the market, you know, it, you're, you're looking at $120 an ounce for, for pure, pure CBD, mm-hmm. you know, liquid. Um, I don't know what my pro when my product comes to, to the table this year uh, after people have used it, what pure, pure CBD is going to be worth. I mean, it could be two, $300. I'm, I'm not sure. That's not, that's not my background. My background is, sales and selling product and, and making things uh, uh, grow better and, and, and grow more natural. Nice. Which, I mean, we, we go
1: back to, you know, how conscientious people are now um, with putting stuff in their bodies, which is huge for you. I mean, if there is, there is no byproducts and there's no chemicals going into this stuff, you're actually going to get a more organic product
0: than you would... yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, like we were talking about the other day, you know, um, I've got to go to West Virginia probably in the next couple of weeks and I'm meeting with uh, the Horse and Cattle Association mm-hmm. and the Hay Farmers Association um, because we've we've done some research and horses, you know, uh, mostly thoroughbreds um, are uptaking 187 pounds of nitrogen, phosphate, and potassium every year, 18% of their body weight. Um, And, you know, we're going to approach them like, you know, you spend all this money on these horses. Don't you want them eating the cleanest product out there? Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, shit, if you're looking at those
1: thoroughbreds, like an athlete, if it was a football player or a baseball player, you would want them putting the most, the purest stuff in their body. Unlike Barry Bonds, allegedly. Um, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get sued by Barry Bonds. Like he's going to hear me talking shit about him. Um, but I, I mean, if I was a horse owner, I would want the pure stuff going into my horse. Like, why would I want all this other crap in
0: there? You know, like, like you, like you just said, it's, you know, it's, you know, are you going to give your athletes, you know, McDonald's or are you guys going to give, are you going to give them the best protein shake out there? Right. For, for something to eat.
1: Might depend on the athlete. Uh, John Daly, I'd give him McDonald's and, yeah, and, and, right. and some Budweiser and Marlboros. He'll be fine. <laughs> so, yeah, but you know, you're, you're normal. You're, you're actual athletes that aren't fueled like John Daly, AKA uh, the Babe Ruth of golf. Um, Right, <laughs> Babe Ruth would eat like fourteen hot dogs and drink seven beers. And be like, oh, we got a baseball game today. Cool, let's do it. And,
0: you know, and that's the other thing. You know, you're you're not only feeding hay to to horses, but you're also feeding that to cattle. Right. You know, and that's going into your that's going into your meat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a you know Dennis, it's a it's a vicious circle. You know, it's a vicious circle, and and I think. People people realize it more now, but you know, it's it, it's bad out there. You know the the stuff that we're allowed to use uh, to grow things in this in, in the United States is is crazy. You know, um, the European Union has banned pesticides. You right. know, you can't you can't use pesticides on your crops. Period. The end. Um, we got into Greece uh, last year uh, with tomatoes, um, and uh, they lose a hundred million to five hundred million dollars a year in tomatoes uh, to a bug called a tomato leaf miner. And it's an aphid that eats the leaves off the tomato plants.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And after that, the tomatoes die. Um, we got product over there. Uh, they sprayed four times. Uh, the bug came in, ate hundreds of uh, acres uh, surrounding our eighth of an acre plot that we were doing testing on. <laughs> ate all the all the tomato plants except for our our plants.
1: Oh. So
0: uh, we've we've actually moved into Greece more than we have uh, the United States right now. Nice, um, because the Europeans are always looking to grow things. Uh, better and cleaner. Um, over here, you know, it, it's it's a it's a money, it's dollars. You know, mm-hmm. how much can I produce and how much can I sell? Right. You know? And it's it is what it is, but it, it's gotta change. You know, I mean you didn't 30 years ago you didn't see Crohn's disease. Right. So now you're seeing commercials on Crohn's, you know, every two hours on on the TV. Mm-hmm. And that's due that's due to um you know fertilizers and pesticides and chemicals. Right. You know, it's it, it goes from it goes from you know the prairie to um to the to the to the cattle uh to your dinner plate. Right. You know? Yeah, um, definitely. I now I'm
1: feeling like I don't want to go eat after this because <laughs> I'm well, like
0: uh. <laughs> It it's the truth. It you is know, it, it's the truth. That's you know, it's 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 too bad, but that's that's what the world has come to. And uh, you know, I want I want to change that with, with you know PGE Tech. Yep. You know, um tomatoes. We did a tomato study with the University of Florida. Uh we're growing tomatoes five to thirteen percent larger than conventional fertilizers. Nice. Um with zero toxicity. So a tomato uptakes of whatever you put on it, chemicals, fertilizers, or pesticides. And Mm -hmm. that's in tomato when you slice it open or you're making pasta sauce with it. Right. You know, that's, you don't want that, you know, and, and the big thing with, with hemp right now is they uptake 68% of whatever you put on them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's the, the, that's going to be in your CBD.
1: Which, I mean, if you're getting into, because especially now uh, with the way that the, the, the basically well, marijuana, CBD is taken off and hemp itself too. If you're, yeah. with, if you're getting in with that industry, dude, you're good. Well, you're going to be good. Because I think, I think more and more people are starting to realize the, the benefits of all the stuff
0: that, you know. It's crazy. I mean, from, from making uh, houses, um to to medical you know um uh i've done uh, numerous study with a company called hemp genetics international out of alberta canada and uh our first test that we did on hemp was on biomass and we're growing uh hemp 200 to 250 pounds more per acre than conventional fertilizers so not only are you getting more per acre but you're getting a cleaner product, right? You know, uh, this last, this last test that we did, uh, last summer was on CBD and we pushed the CBD percentage up a whole percentage point naturally with one spray of our product. And, uh, now we're doing testing up there. Uh, we're doing commercial testing. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want to see how uh, our product goes through, uh, it's called a 60 acre water pivot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, when you have farms that are, you know, 1,000 or 4,000 acres, you've got to use these water pivots mm-hmm. because to get the water out on, on property that big, these are the things you need. And um, our product actually goes through an irrigation system. Oh, nice. So, uh, this is actually a really big test for us. Damn. Well, look at you. I know. I
1: listen. First of all, I never thought I would have anyone on this podcast that uh, was educating anyone that listens to it <laughs> or anyone that's ever listened to this podcast. No <laughs> educational purpose whatsoever, uh, ever on the first 25 episodes of this thing. Um, yeah. And I never really thought outside of Bobby Fish, who's changing the wrestling industry single handedly yeah. yeah, he- with the, you know, the
0: undisputed era. And so he's got a couple of help, a couple of people helping him. He's um, doing great. He lives an hour away from me, so I I, nice. I, I see. Uh, nice, a a bunch of times every year. So, you know,
1: yeah, well, they don't seem to be doing much traveling
0: right now. I think a lot of stuff is all down at the developmental uh, facilities. Know. So he's, I mean, he's an animal. I mean, he's he's working out twice a day, seven days a week. He's forty. Awesome. He, well, we're both going to be forty-four this year.
1: Yeah, his funny thing, uh, yes, because so am I. Him and I were born on the same day. His mother and my mother were roommates
0: at St. Peter's Hospital. Oh, well, no kidding. Yeah. I, had no, I had no idea. What is that, October 28th? October 27th. October 27th, gotcha. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy.
1: I literally have known him since I was born. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's, I got to tell you, it's a weird feeling to look at, t, like I, I turn on NXT and I'm like, I played t-ball with him at Westland
0: yeah. Hills you know like I'm like what the fuck is going on yeah yeah so, he's he's doing great and you know it's it's funny like i said i you know i never thought i would ever get into this business right and uh you know it, it just happened uh you know to come 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 by my way right you know and uh i invested and and here we here we are you know today and it's going it's going good you know our first 4 years was Mostly research and development, yeah. you know because uh, when I first got involved um, i always I always said you know go go big or go home you know so I went right after um Pepsi okay so <laughs> Pepsi bought or i'm sorry coke Coke bought twenty five thousand acres in the middle of the state to plant orange groves mm. Mm-hmm. So I found out. So, you know, I went right to Coke, went down the line, got a meeting, went to the meeting. And basically, uh, he said, you know, everything looks great. We had pictures, we had testimonials from people. And then he goes, this is all great. I'm not going to take it away from you, but there's no science behind this, Um, there's no data. Mm-hmm. And that's what we go after. We go after data, you know, cause science doesn't lie. And after that, I started working with the university of Florida and I started working with hemp genetics, uh, in Canada to get studies done, to show people, Hey, here it is. Here's the data. You know, this is what we've done. This is what the product does. Right. And, uh, you know, I, at first I had a gun with no bullets in it mm-hmm. and I have a gun full of bullets and I'm ready to fire. So, nice. um, we're involved in, uh, five major hemp grows in the state of Florida. Uh, we're involved in one in New Jersey, one in Maine, um, one in Tennessee that's pending. Um, but things are going good. You know, I, I can't complain. Um, but just wanted to get, you know, PG tech out there right. for, look at, you know, and, and decide for themselves what they want to put on their, on their food to make now, it grow.
1: And, and the other thing too, that, you know, that, that people need to realize is it's not just, um, for like fruits, vegetables, stuff like that. Cause I know you, you're involved in, uh, in, with a golf course in Virginia, West Virginia.
0: Yeah, we're, uh, we're involved in, in the golf industry. Right. Um, so the two biggest pollutants in the country are golf courses and orange groves. Um, you know, there's no mandate on, at least in Florida, what you can put down on a golf course.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, down here, um, especially in Pinellas County, um, we have block we have blackout dates from May to November mm-hmm. um, because um, if you put fertilizer down on the ground, um, we get so much rain so fast, um, the runoff from these, from these chemicals is, is terrible. And it goes right. into the bed and it causes, you know, it'll cause a red tide. Yeah. Um, with our product, you have less than 1%, uh, runoff and we are good, uh, 12 months out of the year with no blackout dates. Nice. Um, well, that's what golf courses are interested in because they are going to soon be mandated by the government to not put all these chemicals down on the ground because they're poisoning uh, the waterways. Right.
1: Yeah. And in Florida, golf is, I mean, it's funny because you mentioned golf and
0: orange groves. Uh, there's a lot of those both in Florida. <laughs> yeah. 1,750 golf courses in the state of Florida. Jesus. You know, but, but they, but they can put down whatever they want. Right. There's no, there's no saying, you know, oh, you you can't do that. You know, this month because you know, your, your lands like this, but no Hmm. green, keep people coming in, keep selling, you know, memberships. Yep. Keep people on those courses. That explains the signs is why it says like, don't swim in this water. Well, yeah, right. And, and that's the funny thing. I remember being up there and, you know, every once in a while you see people fishing. Right. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, good God, man, please <laughs> do not, please do not put that in a pan and cook it. Put, it, <laughs> put that put that three-headed monster back in, into into the pond, like, you know? Yeah, you know, where'd you get that from? The Hudson?
1: No. Town of Colony Golf Course, actually. <laughs> yeah. Same, same yeah. stuff. Now, Hudson, I caught a tire. I said, <laughs> <laughs> and
0: perhaps a body or two. I've whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh my God, Town of Colony Golf Course. Yeah, I'm playing there
1: Tuesday. I've been going out uh, after work just to play nine holes, just to keep playing. It's and and going out in the evening is great because the heat's kind of died down. I know, like when I come visit my mom down in Florida before my stepdad passed away we would be you know we go out play 18 but we're out at like 10 after seven you know because it's like if you don't get out before 10 (laughs) you're not going to finish you may die because it's. and I'm playing with a bunch of older folks too who you
0: know the heat wasn't really so kind to them so well the, the great the great thing about golf up there and the golf down here is everything's wide open up there down here you gotta, you gotta actually be know how to play golf. Yeah, no, I've I've
1: noticed that. Um, when I play in the villages when I come down, and it's like they don't have a lot of trees where you can lose balls, but they have the most sand traps I have ever seen. Yeah. anywhere, ever. You know, up, playing town of colony is tight because of all the trees and stuff like that. But, uh, oh, actually, right now the traps don't matter because they're they they've been ruled like. You, you get a free lift out of there because they don't want to put the rakes out because it's just something else for people to touch and get COVID or whatever, which I'm fine with because they don't maintain the traps there anyway, so it's like playing off of fucking road. But, <laughs> uh, my, you should have been doing this the whole time. These traps are awful. They're dirt, and there's rocks and shit. Then I come down and play in Florida, and it's nice, soft sand. It's actually sand. yeah yeah so I can I can actually do all the stuff I learned to do out of a trap when I play down
0: there up here it's like oh look out because it might hit you yeah yeah well we did we did testing with the University of Florida um, on turf down here and we're growing turf at the same rate as uh, the three major providers of uh, uh, fertilizer here uh, Harold's Grig Brothers and Florentine The only difference is, um, uh, we put down minerals instead of Mm -hmm. chemical, right? We didn't hurt the water, the water table. They did. Um, so, you know, we're, we're actually getting a, a a bunch of people from the golf industry wanting our product put on there because they want to change, right? You know, because, you know, we all have to change, you know, everything that's going on in the world. We, we, we need, we need to change you know uh agriculture politics the, the the whole the whole nine yards and you know people are are paying tent, a lot of attention to uh the environment and you mm-hmm. know the heat the heat and the crisis that we're having you know it's 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 here <laughs> you know it's 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 definitely here
1: which is awesome i mean yeah and it sounds to me like you you couldn't have come in at a better time, especially with everybody paying attention to everything that's going on. And I can't say I really blame the golf industry for wanting to get involved with you and your product because all those 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 golf courses and the people that own those places don't want to be known as someone that's wrecking the environment because that's not really good for PR. No, no, it's 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 terrible. So. Um, I think that would be amazing for you. And if you can get involved in the orange grove industry
0: too, you're going to be good. You know, we're, we're we're trying, Um, you know, there, there's some, there's some uh, types of agriculture that are just extremely hard to get into. And one is actually orange groves. You know, these, these, these guys just, know what they've been doing, you know, for the last years and they don't want to change. Right. And to break into it and for me to show up on an orange grove with a, a golf shirt and khaki pants, you know, <laughs> they're like, get out of here. So it, it has been a little bit of a challenge to uh to uh get on those those certain uh orange groves
1: now out of curiosity because i know a lot of like a lot of the stuff that you're trying to get into i think outside of like the hemp industry is uh that these people have been doing things a certain way with certain people for a long time have you noticed like any kind of backlash or anything like that from the other companies that aren't doing things as clean as you
0: guys um you know not yet because we're not that big so we're not really taking a lot of their their business, but they have such a grip on uh, these farmers because they've been doing business with them for so long right? Uh, that they don't want to change.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that makes, I mean, it, I mean, it makes sense if you're looking at things through their perspective, but, you know, if you can grow a better product and, and, and do things cleaner, you know, but then again, who am I to say that They're going to change their minds because
0: if they're steadfast in their ways, that's unfortunate. Those guys have um, to—they have to be told to to change, right? And 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 that's coming. Okay, you know, you know, it's it's not a it's not a Democrat thing. It's not a Republic Republican thing. It's a health issue, Mm -hmm. you know. And we have to change because. We know for a fact with studies that, you know, these things cause cancer and, and shorten your lifespan. Yep. You know, and and that's, people aren't standing for that anymore. Right. You know?
1: Yeah. That's uh, good. Though, I was, I mean, I was thinking about that uh, when we got off the phone the other day. I was like, I'm trying to break in with some of these guys I can imagine would be, an issue, and or someone's going to get angry just because. I
0: mean the the cannabis industry. Right. These guys, these they're they're even worse than than the orange groves. because they have their certain blends that they use to grow what they're growing, and they're very every farmer is very secretive about what they do to grow what they're growing. Right. And they don't want to give up those secrets. So to bring in something. And say this is better than what you're using. You know, it's 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 a it's a hard thing, and you know we've been trying to tap into uh, the hemp industry for the last you know two and a half three three years, and finally we've we've made some some headroom because we have the research and development mm-hmm. um, that's that that's behind it yeah
1: I think once you if you're showing results you know they in they can't really ignore what you're telling them and be like, no, it's not true you're like no it it is true. I have it right here like this is <laughs> this is for real, and it's better for you i mean i we talked about um the the Facebook live that I caught you on the other day where you guys were
0: yeah we we were involved in the first the first hemp grow in the state of Florida yep. you know they put in the they just put the plants in the ground uh the other day and I'm real happy to be a part of that, you know, and 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 change and change things for the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hemp hemp growing is it it hasn't even actually started yet, right? You know, it's everybody's still trying to figure things out, and uh, and and get and get everything you know up, up to production. But everybody doesn't realize how much. Hemp is going to change the world, especially with uh, hemp plastics. Mm -hmm. Um, Plastics are uh, biodegrade in a landfill in eighty eight days. Damn.
1: Yeah, I know you had mentioned because we we touched uh, briefly on that the other day, and it was you were telling me too that they were like uh, they can make an airplane out of hemp, which I thought was
0: weird. Go YouTube Mm -hmm. and. You said you put in a hemp plane. They actually made a plane out of hemp. Uh, It will not be a video of like Snoop Dogg. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, but they (laughs) they kind of lean towards that a little bit. Um, But yeah, uh, hemp is uh, 30% stronger than steel. Uh, The car industry is going to be getting involved in this. You know, because you can you can build, you're going to be able to build a car stronger and lighter, and have better gas mileage. You know, nice. it, it's it's inevitable. You know, and uh, we can we can build houses. So there's a product out there called Hemp Creek, okay, and it's basically uh, it looks like a concrete block, mm-hmm. but it's made out of hemp, hemp and lime. And mold-proof, fireproof, um, stronger than concrete, a better insulator than concrete, and leaves half the carbon footprint that concrete does. So, you know, in the next five years, I think that, like, California, you've got all the wildfires and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You can literally build a whole entire house out of hemp and leave because of the wildfires and come back and you have a house still. Right. You know, um, you're going to see, I think you're going to see a lot of houses built out of hemp in, in Florida because Mm -hmm. they're waterproof, you know, I mean, can you imagine having a waterproof fireproof house down in, in, in Florida or California where you're not going to have any mold problems? Right.
1: Or in hurricane alley or tornado
0: alley. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, exactly. That's So that's it's, awesome. it's going to be, it's an incredible, uh, 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 agricultural product. Um, but like I said, our product works on everything, you yeah. know, um, turf, tomatoes, know, <laughs> hemp, uh, and, and our research and development is never going to stop. You know, mm. it's going to, it's going to probably go as long as the company, right. you know, <clears throat> we're always going to test on, on different things, you know, uh, We've done uh, we've done testing on on hay, you know. We're growing hay uh, bigger, stronger, faster than chemicals, and uh, you know you're you're not you're not putting those chemicals into the environment for the farmer to to take up. So we've got guys in Montana that are oh. hay farms um, that are growing, and they love our product because when they go to bale the hay. Normally, uh, uh, when they weren't using our product, they would have to wear a full hazmat suit because the black flies from baling the hay are mm-hmm. so terrible that they would have to put these suits on. And mm-hmm. the big difference between uh, when they were using that and now that they're using our product, they don't have to wear the hazmat suits oh. because they have the problems with the black flies. Because PG Tech has. Liquid garlic and liquid cayenne in it, and those mm-hmm. are natural pesticides and that gotcha. keeps the flies away keeps a lot of it keeps a lot of insects away we we've done uh We've done testing with nurseries with hydranias. Uh hydranias down here have a huge problem with white fly um, and when you have that problem, you have to put a product on there called venom, and that's a full you've got to wear a full hazmat suit. And it's a fogger and you fog the whole entire nursery with a hazmat suit on. And you have to do that twice a season to keep Ooh. away the black flies. Jesus. So, it, yeah, n- you know, not only are we keeping uh, the public safe when you use this product, mm-hmm. but also, you know, people's employees. Right. I mean, you know, you, you, see, you see all the the, the problems with, Roundup and the the lawsuits and everything like that. Yeah, you don't have that with PGE Tech. Nice. You know?
1: Which is a, it's a good thing because you're not going to get sued. So that's good.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> and, and I haven't killed anything yet. Right. <laughs> yet. I like. I like, you like. I haven't killed anything yet. <laughs> Am I? I don't
1: know. Maybe I doubt it. Well, no, but I mean, and all jokes aside, it, you know, it doesn't really sound like he really got much to worry about. If it's if you're if we're all natural,
0: I, no, it, yeah, it, The only the only problems we're gonna have is that we're, some some old person that has a, a a garden in their backyard, and their tomato plants are nine feet tall instead of five feet tall, and he can't oh, reach this.
1: Listen, <laughs> and that's gonna be. It's going to be awful when they have to... Great, so now you're going to make the 80-year-old Italian guy with the tomatoes in his in his yeah. garden climb a fucking ladder to get his tomatoes down. Yeah, the goddamn man, the guinea. <laughs> It's like plants, nine feet thick and tall. <laughs> have his neighbors complaining. The guy's yeah. got 40-foot-high tomato plants. I don't understand what's <laughs> happening over there. <laughs> now, uh, the one thing I wanted to ask you was, because you're, you're in, like on the industrial side of everything, kind of like on, the, on a larger scale right now. Is it, it, can like smaller scale stuff, if you've got a garden in your backyard?
0: If you go to pgtech.com, um, we, se- we sell in one gallon, we sell in five gallon, um, we sell in 55 gallon drums, and we sell in 275 gallon totes for Jesus. for commercial use. Okay you know um very reasonable um we come up uh at 62.50 per acre per application which is pretty much about half of what you would spend um on a chemical fertilizer gotcha
1: so i mean really and then the product is for anybody so like
0: you know it's anybody it's for your grass it's for your bushes it's for your tomatoes your cucumbers Whatever you want to grow bigger, stronger, faster without chemicals, PG Tech is what you want. There you go. That's it. I didn't even have to tell you to plug your shit, dude. You just did it on your own. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. PG Tech, we're the green alternative. I love it. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, when we finished doing the turf testing and we got the results back, um, My business partner was really upset. He's like, oh, man, I thought we were going to blow these guys out of the water. And uh, we competed at the same level as those three major uh, fertilizer companies. And I said, Tom, you got to look outside the box. Mm -hmm. I said, we just laid down food-grade minerals. These guys laid down chemicals. I said, we're the green alternative. Right. And that's what's stuck uh, since then. so that's that's our that's my slogan and we're we're the green alternative,
1: which is, I mean, again, I think timing on this is is fantastic because with the world really trying to go green as best we can, uh, you're coming along at a really good time because again, people are going to want to stop using the chemicals to do pretty much everything. Um, yeah, I mean, not only on the commercial side of stuff, but too with like, you know, people that have their stuff in their backyards that are growing their own whatever they have in their garden. Yeah. Why would yeah. you want to use all that? You don't, you don't want to use all that crap if you have an alternative that does a better job. And yeah. it's a hell of a lot safer for you to put in your body.
0: Yeah. I had a guy from Iowa send me pictures the other day. He goes, uh, we had uh, we had a tornado come through through here. And he goes, they, they snapped my my seven foot tomato plants. Now they're five feet. I said, geez, man, I'm so I'm sorry about, that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure what to say to you, but, you know, just keep spraying them and, and they'll grow back. You know?
1: Yeah. I saw a video where I was on your, uh, on your Facebook today. And you guys were, you brought up like a plant back. to Was it a tomato plant that you brought back to life?
0: Yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was dead. And, uh, we were out at a uh, a, a farm in, in Ruskin, Florida, and he had that he had that plant set aside, and he put in he put in some flowers or, or he put something else in there to try to get to extract whatever's in the gr- in the soil to bring back the tomato plant, mm-hmm. and uh, it just wasn't doing it. So we figured we were there. We had a camera. We had product. And so we just started spraying this thing, and like three weeks later, I mean, it <laughs> came right back and it was showing tomatoes. Damn. Um, but that's another great aspect of the product is it will, it, it will bring things back. Um, you know, uh, fertilizers take away from the soil. So the more fertilizers you use, mm-hmm. the more depleted your soil gets. Um, with PG Tech, the more you use the product, the better you, your soil is going to get. Um, so, like, let's say you have a, a commercial farm that does crop rotation. Mm-hmm. So usually crop rotation, like, let's say they have four plots of land. Usually what they do is they plant two plots for two or three years, and then they stop because they fertilize the hell out of it, and the uh, the land is depleted. So they yeah. have to plant clover or something else to absorb all the toxins out of the ground
1: mm-hmm.
0: So within two or three years um we can stop a commercial farm's crop rotation and we can tell you to plant all four plots and make double your money damn so that's 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 coming you know right. and like i said you know the more you use it the, the better your soil is going to be Nice.
1: Um, you want to uh, let's plug your your website, your Facebook. Uh, anything else that you might have? You you got a TikTok?
0: No, no, no I, I, I listen. I really can't dance that good unless I, I'm I've had a few drinks, and, and I have, even even then, I'm I'm not a good dancer.
1: I have a I have a TikTok. I haven't quite figured out what I'm doing with it yet. I have like five videos on there.
0: You're you're talking and ticking.
1: I'm I'm trying to uh, like literally the first video I put up there was me goofing around doing the Rap God from Eminem challenge, the fast part of the song that I don't like I I kind of have an idea what he's saying, but yeah. so I'm like just goofing around and someone took the time to comment that uh, comment on it and go you're lip syncing I'm like no shit really and I was like thank you I didn't I couldn't I couldn't tell A it's literally Eminem's voice and B at one point I go like this. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm lip syncing because I don't know what the hell this man is saying. And I'm not right. Eminem. But thank right. you for thinking I was really trying.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if anybody wants uh, products, um, you know, they, they, can, they can contact me at uh, pgtech.com. Um, they can call my, my, my business phone at 727-648-5777. Um, and we can give you quotes and and tell you exactly what to do with the product and 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 how how you're going to put it apply it. Nice. And
1: Facebook is just PGE Tech. Just search yeah. that out.
0: Yeah, that's it. PGE Tech, and we're on Instagram. Uh, PGE Tech, and uh, you can look at uh, everything that we've done from from day one on there. Um, We've got videos from Greece. You can see the pro the process of us bringing back these tomato plants. Um, it's really interesting, man. And uh, you know, like I said, I never thought I would be uh, involved in something like this, but uh, it's turned into my passion, and uh, I, I really love it. And and like I said, it's it's going to change the the it's going to change agriculture and uh, it's going to change the environment. I I hope.
1: Nice. It's, it definitely sounds like it. Um, you know, it's funny when I put out that that little tease on Facebook about it and some break groundbreaking stuff that we're going to talk about, uh, to me, you know, without, you know, not to jump the gun on anything, but it sounds to me like the path that you're on is going to change the world, which is pretty impressive to like, Uh, yeah, you know, like I was like, I started saying when when, I got a little sidetracked when I said about fish before, but I also never thought that I would, you know, be in the graduating class with someone that would literally could
0: change the world. So that's. Well, you know, we're, we're trying, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's just you, you don't want to put any of this crap in your body anymore. Right. You know, yep. people, are, people are fed up. You know, people, people, people want to change. So yep. this, is, this is this is the change right here. Nice.
1: Well, it sounds amazing. Like I say, you know, not to put the cart before the horse. Jesus, could I say some more cliche old shit to make me sound older? Put the well,
0: cart put the cart before the horse, really? when I turn to my dad. When, <laughs> my dad. when? What you, Dennis, what are you talking about? Do you <laughs> think I grew up on a turnip truck? <laughs> <laughs> you think you think I just fell
1: off the turnip truck? No. Anyway but again, not to put the cart before the horse, but from the sounds of things and the way your company is going,
0: yeah. it sounds like really,
1: really big things in the future. We want,
0: we want, pe- we want people to to uh, to live better better lives and 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 live longer lives. Nice,
1: very very awesome. Well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on. Um, is- I have I have one friend. That's barely a farmer, but I will be recommending your stuff to him because he just listen. He he lives out in the sticks,
0: out in Altamont. Right. So uh, he's got a three, he's got a three bedroom apartment. One one bedrooms for farming. Uh, no, 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 not like that. No,
1: <laughs> no, it's actually he's actually he's got a house, but he's got land across the street. He just bought a tractor. He's talking about you know doing crops and corn and you know stuff. I think more so for the house. And I yeah. was, I'm like, yeah, but dude, you can start a farm stand and you're an Altamont. It works. Like, why would you not? Um, yeah. so I'm going to definitely uh, talk to him about it. Cause he's my, he's my one farmer friend. He's not even a farmer, but I mean, you know, whatever. He also yeah, has he, some he, other stuff that he may or may not grow. You um, know,
0: the other thing that's been awesome is, is actually going out on these, on these farms mm-hmm. and seeing, uh, production, you know, uh, you know, when you walk out on a, a 1200 acre farm full of nurseries and you see a, a two or three acre nursery, mm. I mean, it's, it's massive. It's, <laughs> it's, you know, I'm, it, this makes me sound, it's cool to me, right? you know, t- to see something that, that large and, and, and manufacturing things is, is crazy because like I said, I, I never was involved in anything like that.
1: Right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my friend that his corn stalks will be like 15 feet high. If yes. Don't worry. Yes. I'll I'll sell the shit out of your product, bro. I got you. <laughs> like, there you go. you go, man. Well, thanks thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate. No, it was, listen, it was my pleasure, man. I appreciate you uh, reaching out, and um, we'll definitely do like a follow up. Uh, yeah. You know, and and you know, keep me posted on the. Every, you know, what's going on with you guys? If I can help out with anything aside from, you know, telling my friend that his pot plants will grow bigger. I mean, his corn stalks will grow bigger. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, well, cool, man. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, go, go, Ra- go Raiders.